Hey guys, it's Kendall from Recording Lounge, and I just wanted to give a quick update uh, on a couple things um, before we move on into further shows. So first of all, first update is I was contacted by a podcast listener, and uh, they gave me some great info. Uh, one was that uh, episode 41, where I talk about the effects setup, apparently, and I don't know if you know everyone has experienced this. I mean, I assume so. If he experienced then probably everyone did, but maybe no one just spoke up about it. Um, but episode 41, where I talk about effects setup, uh, the episode, for whatever reason, was rendered as mono, um, which is clearly incorrect because it's talking about stereo effects. Um, you know, a lot of the effects that I use, not every effect I use in the in the mix is mono. Um, so I actually had to go back and find that episode in the archives and uh, update it. So that show is updated. The easiest way to do that is if you're using iTunes or whatever you're using to listen to the podcast, just delete the episode you have. Again, that's episode 41 and uh, re-download episode 41. So thanks for pointing that out. I really appreciate it. Um, On that same conversation, uh, there was sort of uh, some talk about my latest update about the gain staging issue. And uh, I had actually read this article that said just that, but I'm so glad that a a podcast listener sent this to me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Basically, the idea was that if the... uh, This is in regards to gain staging and clipping within a DAW... Basically, if the DAW uses fixed-point summing, then you can clip the summing buses and within plugins. But if the DAW use floating, uses floating-point processing it's for its summing and plugins, then you cannot clip within the DAW. Um, but you can clip the A to D, D to A stages, of course. Now, um, of course, not every plugin is created equal. You can clip some plugins. Um, and so it's one of those things, better safe than sorry, but... Uh, there are many plugins and most DAWs these days uh, that uh, are much harder to clip, if not impossible to clip, um, which is good and bad. Um, bad in that you know it's there's no standard. It's not like every plugin clips or not no plugin clips. It's there are some that I know clip. Uh, I've clipped them before, um, whether they're made from smaller third party companies or me- whether they're made from some actual well known companies. Um, just the way they're designed, they actually can kind of clip on the input, um, which is sort of odd. And I've got a lot of plugins. I'm sure you do too. And, uh, so it's one of those things it's better safe than sorry. But, um, the other great info that this uh, podcast listener shared with us was, uh, quote, probably the only common fixed point system in the previous generation of Pro Tools HD, uh, the original, what he's talking about is TDM. Uh, the DSP chips on those cards were fixed-point processors, so there's no way around it. The mixer and TDM plugins have a fixed headroom and can definitely clip. Um, the bit depth of TDM mixer is very high, so there's no problem with resolution as long as you're careful not to clip. All native Pro Tools systems, including the old Pro Tools LE and the new HDX, use floating-point summing, so this has become a non-issue. So I think that's great info, and uh, I had read an article. If I can find it, I will send it out on the mailing list, which is the next order of business. I hope I haven't been bothering you guys too much about this on Facebook, but I have set up a mailing list for the Recording Lounge podcast and with the goal of not having to hope that just by contacting you on Facebook that you'll find out that there was a new show. Because I know not everyone that listens to the show is on the Facebook, and I know that not everyone that is on Facebook checks the Recording Lounge page, and I know for a fact that... Um, the way that Facebook is working these days, you know, not every post that is posted you get to see. 
and it's sort of marketing BS because you actually, you know, oftentimes you actually have to pay to make sure that pe- I'm not even joking you here. It sounds ridiculous just to say it out loud, but you have to pay to make sure that all of your friends will see, you know, all of your friends or fans or whatever will see the post. Um, because the, otherwise it gets buried so quickly, uh, in just everything that's posted and these other companies and, uh, whatever that, that pay to make their ads more visible, if you will, uh, you almost can't keep up, which I think is just ridiculous and stupid. So I've decided to sort of abandon social media in terms of trying so hard to, I, I will still post to the Facebook, so don't get me wrong. I, I, I do still want that to be a good community, and I am on Facebook all the time. I almost have to be for business and for the podcast and for everything. But um, I should say this. Facebook will no longer be my only method of uh, updating you guys with shows and when they release. and you know. So basically the easiest way to do this is go to recordingloungepodcast.com. I also just registered that. That's a good update. Uh, slash sign up, one word, sign up, okay? And that will lead you to a little page that has a form where you fill out your email address, your first name, your last name, and a tiny little quick survey of, you know, five, six questions, something like that. And that will subscribe you to the mailing list. And I promise you, you guys should probably know by now that I don't like fluff and I don't like filler. So I promise I will not spam your inbox I am mostly using it as a way to let you know when new shows post, um, if there's been updates or revisions to shows or things that were emailed to me that I'd like to share with everyone. Uh, Another great thing that I can do on the uh, uh, email newsletter slash mailing list, whatever you want to call it, is if, for example, I have a show where I want to share some pictures um, that you can sort of look at as you are listening to the show – uh, this is a great way for me to do that where everyone can see the pictures and it would work as a good companion to the show, um, perhaps even going as far to you know, creating some certain, certain bullet points for the show so you can have a better idea of the organization of the show because sometimes I am a little scatterbrained when it comes to making podcasts but um and well really just in general and sort of scatterbrained but um so if you want to sign up please do so it's a great way also to help me phase into the potential for a premium subscription in the future the more of you that sign up the more interest I'll sort of know um, because again if I end up doing a paid subscription in addition to the free podcast which is sort of uh in the in the cards in the future you know with sort of premium con- premium content you know videos uh, once-a-week shows, stuff like that for paying users, which we've talked about before. Um, again, in addition to the free show, I'm not going to get rid of the free one no matter what. But um, if I do that, that's a great way for me to know how many people uh, might be interested in signing up because I can contact you through the mailing list. And uh, if I do a premium subscription, it will also contain some sort of a mailing list um, to deliver that premium content to you right to your mailbox. So... Please sign up. It will help me a lot to uh, to sort of know who's listening and who wants info from the show. And like I said, I promise I won't spam you. You can unsub- unsubscribe at any time, even if you feel like I-, I am sending too many emails. It's very simple. You just click unsubscribe. Uh, it's free to sign up. There's no obligations. Uh, I- I'm really excited to see all of you signing up. I've already got a handful of people signed up. I'm waiting to send my first email out until... Uh, the next podcast show, I didn't. Des- I decided not to do one for this 
episode just because it's uh, just a short little update. But um, just thought I would let everyone know of some of those things. Um, go ahead and sign up for the mailing list. If you have questions, you can uh, email me at recordingloungepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, now that I've registered the domain, finally, after I don't even know how many years, um, I've decided to go ahead and also include the new email address, which is contact at recordingloungepodcast.com. Now, you might be saying, well, what about recordingloungepodcast.com? What's on there? Well, as of right now, it's a big, happy, white, blank screen. And soon enough, I will be creating a website for the Recording Lounge Podcast, which, I'll be honest, I don't plan on making it this huge, interactive, massive site with a million things to do and a million users and whatever. I basically want it to just phase out the blog because I've got the blog, you know, at recordinglounge.blogspot.com, but who in the right mind wants to type that in? Um, so basically, this is going to be a replacement for the blog, where I'll post blogs, I'll post updates, I'll post when the shows are, just sort of a home for all things Recording Lounge. For those of you that don't use Facebook, for those of you that just want a central location for sort of all of this stuff, you know, good place for you to sign up. However, um, the link, recordingloungepodcast.com slash signup, is active uh, at this time. So go ahead and sign up for the mailing list. Thanks for listening. This is just a quick little update. Uh, I will talk to you guys next time.